Welcome to The Milking Parlor, a podcast for dairy industry professionals. This edition of The Milking Parlor is brought to you by Fort Dodge Animal Health, makers of Pyramid 10, a single-dose vaccine that provides protection against 10 respiratory and reproductive bovine diseases. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack visited California on August 26th as part of his rural tour and had lunch with hundreds of dairy farmers in Modesto who are feeling the pain of an industry in crisis. Listen to some of his comments and questions from producers there. Certainly appreciate the stress that the dairy industry is under. I have had a number of these meetings across the country, uh, including in the state of Louisiana that only has five dairy farmers uh, one of them showed up, so I talked to 20% of all the dairy farmers in the state of Louisiana. Th- this is a nationwide universal problem, and I have heard it everywhere I've gone. The first thing we did, uh, frankly, in response to a telephone call that I got from the National Farmers Union asking me to speak to the spouse of one of those individuals who committed suicide, which I did, invited her to USDA, met her and her seven children. It is a heartbreaking story, and I understand it, it can and has been replayed in a number of different locations. The first thing we did was we used the power that we have to purchase surplus commodities. We have basically, because of restraints that Congress has placed on our capacity to do that at the tail end of the fiscal year, we we don't have a whole lot of authority left, but October 1st we'll have more authority. We obviously look forward to utilizing that. Secondly, we recognize the need to get the milk payment program, which the congressman uh, fought for in the Farm Bill out between the surplus commodity and the milk payments, about a billion dollars of USDA help has gone into the industry uh, up to this point. The third thing we did was to understand the role that exports play in all of this. Again, at the congressman's instructions and direction, we provided assistance for export assistance, both for 2009 and 2010, and we recently raised the price support level uh, for a period of time to try to get uh, some stability back in the market. We will continue to look for those kinds of things that we can do in the short term. Your question really requires a long-term response. We put together an internal group within the USDA, and today we uh, announced an advisory group external that will help inform the discussions of that internal group to try to figure out precisely what we need to do to create greater price stability, greater, less volatility within the dairy industry in the long term. And we're looking at virtually every idea that's out there to try to figure out what will work better than what we have today. Uh, Congress has a number of actions. Uh, There is a bill in the Senate that provides for uh, several hundred million dollars of direct assistance. The problem with that bill, Congressman, is that it was directed to the Farm Service folks for purchase of personnel and equipment. That doesn't help the dairy farmers, so as it gets to the House, maybe you can work on it so that it gets to the dairy farmers, which is where we want it to be. Uh, so that there's that vehicle, there's a continuation of the surplus commodity purchases, there's a continuation of the export assistance, there's the, a long-term look at what will work. And we are virtually looking at everything to try to figure out what will work. Now, it will be helpful if the dairy industry had uh, consistency in what they are looking for. And obviously there are regional differences. Uh, well, you're shaking your head, but I'll tell you what, there, there are regional differences where I've been. Uh, folks have uh, lots of different ideas and thoughts about this. Mm-hmm. To the extent that we can get a, a consistency within the industry, that would help move the process forward. I mean, the congressman will tell you, he's got to deal with people from Vermont, Wisconsin, all over the country, uh, and the reality is that everyone sees this slightly differently. 
but if we could get some consistency, it would help. Uh, the deputy is currently in charge of our effort to, to try to figure out precisely what, uh, what strategies will work. The way we've got this set up, we're looking at price, we're looking at regional, we're looking at keeping people on the farm, and trying to figure out which of these ideas will advance as many of those goals as possible. Uh, I'd like to thank you for all that you've done for us so far, but it isn't enough. Uh, you have raised the support price, you implemented DEEP, uh, we appreciate all that, but we haven't seen anything in our milk checks as of yet. We need the price, support price to be higher, we need it to be extended longer, and we need it to be floored. Because right now all of us are surviving on our equity, and if this price doesn't come up and stay up for a long length of time, the next time there won't be any equity to borrow against, and the businesses will be gone. And that will be the end of the dairy industry in California. So if you please could raise it higher, longer, and floor it. Thank you. Well, I appreciate this. Um, appreciate those comments. And if I can, let me tell you the process that I have to go through to actually respond to your request. This is not something that you might think I can do by myself unilaterally. Uh, the reason being with due respect to my good friend here from Congress, they've established this thing called PAYGO. And essentially, it's a fiscal responsibility tool that basically essentially says when you want to spend more money uh, during a year, you have to figure out how you're going to offset it in some other place of your budget. Well, the reality is that as stressed as dairy is, I can take you to pork farmers in Iowa that have similar difficulties and are facing uh, extraordinary pain there are other, other commodities that are facing pain. So it's not like I've got a surplus in any one commodity that I can move over. So I have to essentially show where I can reduce my budget. Now, what we've tried to do with the support payment is to try to convince the, the, the folks I have to convince that at the end of the day, this isn't going to cost the USDA resources because when prices go up, we can uh, uh, essentially uh, um, offset what we had to spend to, to uh, increase the price support. The problem is that we're now facing the beginning of a new fiscal year. I know this is complicated. You don't need to hear this, but I just need you to know it's not a simple thing to do what you've asked me to do. I want to do it. I want to help. And, I, and I've tried to show in the way in which we've responded our desire to help. We are going to try to work through the process. In the meantime, we're going to take a look at every other tool that could become available to us. With a new fiscal year, uh, the surplus commodity account gets replenished, which is now down to its last couple of million dollars. We've spent over a billion dollars of, of resource trying to help commodities out during tough times. Well, when it gets replenished, it gives us another tool that we don't have today, we'll have in a month or so. We hope to be able to use that. We hope to continue, obviously, to, to, to see a greater uh, emphasis on exports. We know that Dairy herds are, are being reduced. The, the herds are down by a couple percent uh, from last year. We appreciate the fact that the dairy industry saw this, planned for it, recognized that if it, it all occurred at one time, the cattle industry would also be negatively impacted. So we're, we've got this delicate balance that we're trying to strike. All of that complicates the issue, but I understand what you need. We are going to do everything we possibly can to try to get you support. The last thing we've done is recognizing the credit needs, is that we either through our own farm loan program, if you have a loan with, with the USDA, 
We've instructed our loan officers to essentially, our, our FSA folks, cut folks a break, figure out if interest rates need to be reduced or if payments need to be deferred or if payments need to be reduced or, or, or principal needs to be restructured. Allow folks to stay on the farm. We're also encouraging our commercial banking friends that we have guaranteed loan programs with to utilize the loan program. Congress gave us the authority from the Recovery and Reinvestment Act and a number of other actions that they've taken to, to create guaranteed loans uh, up to 90%. We can reduce the risk to the commercial banker and buy folks time to allow them to transition to better times. So we're trying to use all of these tools. So I, I've, I've taken notes on your requests. We will go back and see what we can do, but I wish it was something I could do tomorrow. It just takes time. Thanks for joining us today in the Milking Parlor, a Zimcom podcast.